Hey, this is Cunning Minx of the Polyamory Weekly Podcast at polyweekly.com, and you're listening to the giant pervert unspeakable acts on the Massacast. Hi, and thanks for uh, downloading one of the first of many rerun episodes. After 150 episodes of the podcast, um, it turns out I've got shitload of stuff to take care of, so for the next couple months, you're going to hear older episodes, and in fact, what you're about to hear is a suggestion from someone. Someone said, hey, this is... This was the fourth episode. I would love to hear it over again. Now, granted, you can download the old episodes, but for those people who uh, just like to go with the flow, man, they don't want to go listen to any past episodes, that's fine. And uh, this is something they may have missed. Uh, in fact, if you've got an episode you think would be good for a rerun, go ahead and uh, send me a message on Twitter, FetLife, wherever. Massacast is the username. And of course, Massacast.com. Uh, also, there's something new this episode, and that is uh, I'm testing out SoundCloud. So this episode, you'll be able to hear on SoundCloud. Username is Massacast. Um, SoundCloud is, if you're not familiar, is um, is a giant audio repository and social network just for audio, I guess you could say. Um, so if you're on SoundCloud, go ahead and follow me there. This is going to be a test run. We're going to see how well it works. Um, for what I would need uh, it to do, it'll cost me 15 bucks a month. If it means getting the podcast out there for people and an easier way for me to manage all the audio in one place, then uh, then I'm going to stick with it. So, uh, But we're going to just try it for a month or two, and if it doesn't work, boom, I'm jumping ship. So this episode is a rerun of the fourth episode of the podcast with a friend of the show, Evermore. This was her first appearance, and it's a short one. Only We only talked for like a half hour. The interview starts out with her uh, talking about leaving... Uh, the pro-dom scene, and both the positives and negatives of that. Well, uh, since I've left, and I knew this was going to be the case, and it was the case before I started, um, I don't have nearly as much access to people that are willing to let me do the things I want to do. Um. <laughs> I'm looking at you suspiciously. We'll get back to that. I'm, I'm making notes of things that you have to come back to. Okay, go on. <laughs> And so all of a sudden I have this huge volume of people to do things to that I've absolutely loved to do and couldn't get enough of. And, and so I stayed and tolerated a lot while I stayed. Um, and those things that I had tolerated for so long are the reasons why I couldn't stay any longer. I just wasn't willing to tolerate them. Uh, what were those things that made you decide that was like, okay, this is just... The good, the the bad's outweighing the good. Now I gotta go. I am not ashamed to say that I stand in full judgment of the men who come, who are married and have families, mm -hmm. um, who come to play and pay, and they're regulars, and they are collared by mistresses, and have this complete alternative life that their families may soon, you know, in the near or far future, find out about. Um, and I really, sometimes I, I just would fantasize about people's lives being destroyed because of these lies that they told, which mm -hmm. I felt like they deserved. Um, and other times I would just say, God, I, I hope they never find out. Right. I mean, it, it, That's going to go on for a little while. That's fine. This is the sound of the water... That's the sound of the guy you have chained in the other room trying to get out. <laughs> so it was the was the deception. You're what he was going for, and so it was the fact that he you knew that the client who was lying was going because of you. You felt taking yourself out of that 
position would help you feel better? Well, not help me feel better, but definitely reduce the amount of dissonance I felt inside. Right. Um, because I was playing a, a direct role in, in the deception that they were weaving around their families. And um, I, I didn't really care to be involved in that any longer. And, you know, how, how people can tell when they're being judged. Mm-hmm. You know, they can feel it. And um, there were plenty of situations that I asked, especially if they came in and requested humiliation. <laughs> I gave them the kind of humiliation they weren't really asking uh. for. And I would ask if they're married and it would just come up. I would just loop it back throughout the whole scene. Right. What if your wife saw you now or, or you, you know, you dirty fuck. How could you do this? Look at what you're doing right now. Step outside yourself, you know? And I would just completely fuck with their head, like (laughs) force this reality back into them because I just felt that they were so wrong. Honestly, I don't know why anyone would tolerate something like that, especially when they're paying for it. (laughs) I'm going to give you, thanks for the cash. Now I'm going to do something you don't want. (laughs) I didn't care about burning any bridges toward the end. I was leaving. Uh, But there were other reasons. Like what? Well, there are people who can only live in the fringes of society and um, domination and uh, work in in the sex industry uh, is where a lot of the fringe dwellers live. And if you're living in working in parts of society and socializing in parts of society where only fringe dwellers can be because they these parts of society are usually much more open-minded about the kinds of people that get involved um, than really super creepy people have direct access to you, especially when you're on the market and right. marketing yourself, marketing your persona and attracting clients. Very strange people come out of the woodwork who would never, ever come out of the woodwork in in a in a in an educational setting. Right. All These the time. people either live on their own and live off of the government or they live with their moms. In the basement playing Ex- World of Warcraft. Exactly. <laughs> or City of Heroes. I want to make sure we're being even. I don't want to piss off all the World of Warcraft. You're such a geek. I don't even know what either of those all right, are. I know. Um, <laughs> welcome to the kinky MMORPG talk. What? I don't even. I only know that because this guy in the elevator was talking about it on my way up. Yeah, that's... You mean on your way upstairs in my building? Yes. I think not. No, okay. <laughs> um, we're not talking about the guy who lives in his parents' basement. Uh, we're just... We're, we're, I am. Okay. You're not. I'm saying... What I'm saying is... <laughs> I'm saying this because I might be losing my job and moving into my parents' basement. No. <laughs> Because I don't want to, I don't want to insult my the, my future self. Is what I'm saying. Um, no, but, but we're talking about the person who perfectly functional, but also is the same type of person who, if he went off and used a hatchet on a you know on on a school bus, they go, oh yeah, I saw oh, that yeah. coming. Yeah, he kept him, kept yeah. himself. You He's know, kind of weird. Yeah, you know, I, I I know what you mean. Those are the times where you're like, just kind of you get this odd vibe from him. And, and and you're saying that it's because of 
because the scene is very open to people, it just sort of comes along with the ride. It's just. I mean, this scene is open to usually the people who are so withdrawn uh, um, that can only live in the fringes of society end up having the kinds of desires that are completely unacceptable in normal society. And so here we are. I'm saying, you know, as a pro-dom, I was saying, I'm here, I'm here, I'm I'm what you're looking for, and you should come to me. And I didn't I couldn't say, well, only you, you and you. Right. I just have to say I'm here. And then you know, whoever would come would come and Sometimes they'd be super creepy fringe dwellers and sometimes they'd be, you know, normal. God, it was like a, a ray of it was like a ray of light when the normal people would come in with Would there be like a fight for over? Yeah. <laughs> There's a normal person here. <laughs> he's not I mean, I left my stapler. <laughs> I left my stapler. And he's not saying that. <laughs> I'll burn the place to the ground. <laughs> burn the place down. Um, Set the place on fire. <laughs> uh, that's perfectly. So when you left, obviously you didn't. Um, and this is where I tell you what you felt. Um, so, You've been good at that. Yeah. So when when you left, I'm imagining you you did have a bit of a sense of relief. But oh you didn't. God, it was an incredible relief. And, but you also uh, didn't have this outlet all the time. No. You know, it has been it has been more than two years since uh-huh. I've played. More since than you've played, two, played, yes, played? since I've played. It's been more than two years. What is it that when you look for someone that is like, oh, no, this is not going to happen with this person? Or what is it that, that prevents an attractive kinky woman from playing as much as she would like to what what is it out there um one of the things i really can't stand is when guys will come up to you and say you know you're a goddess i'll do anything for you please you know let me submit to you i'm sorry about that how many times (laughs) do i have to apologize (laughs) jesus Because you know they'll say that to the next attractive woman. Right. And the next attractive woman. And the next attractive woman. Right. I need someone to look me in the eye. and I, Because the moment they look me in the eye, I know exactly what their motives are. If they're completely selfish or if they're really open to getting to know. Even if they're not open to getting to know me. If they can be honest right. and say, listen, I'm, let's play. Right. Not let me serve you. I will love you. You are everything. And they just, you know, shared your airspace for a nanosecond. Right. You know. Um, Have you considered that maybe your airspace for that nanosecond was so powerful? <laughs> okay, maybe not. Um, <laughs> that turns me off. Right. Is insincerity. Just, I just, I was around deception for so long that I to, I don't have a moment for it. You will be dismissed. Right. <laughs> I, we were at a party once, and there was a guy who seemed kind of maybe like a fringe person. He was you, definitely a fringe person. You know exactly what I'm going to talk about. I know exactly about. what you're going to say. And we were just talking, and I didn't even notice this guy, but you probably apparently have your sixth sense. Um, you have your spider sense warning of danger. It's pretty well honed right now, creeps. Uh, this guy was definitely... He looked like 
uh, I don't want to judge people on looks, but he looked like uh, the Mole Man from uh, The Simpsons. <laughs> Mole Man? His name is Mole Man, right? You know who I'm talking about? <laughs> but you're not judging. I'm not judging, but he looked like Mole That's not a... Hold on. I'm not saying that's good or bad, is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that looking like the Mole Man is good, is good or bad. I'm just saying he looked like the Mole Man. Okay. That's all I'm saying. All right. Just like how I would say if I if I said he looked like Tom Cruise, that doesn't mean Tom Cruise is good or bad, right? That's not a judgment. It's just. <laughs> but I didn't even see this guy coming, and we were in the middle of conversation. We were talking about something. I just remember whatever we were talking about. It was the most non-threatening conversation, and then all of a sudden, do you remember what you said? You tell me. You you. All of a sudden, you snap your head over to this person who I just finally noticed when you snapped your head over, and you go, what? Stop staring at me. Stop. It was maybe five minutes later. You go, what? Stop looking at me. It was, that was, I remember just thinking, that was fucking hot. He was trolling. Right. And by the way, what I said was, it was, it was much more threatening than what you're saying. Maybe because I remember it in such a positive way. What I said was... I did say what. Mm-hmm. And then the second time, the second pass, his second pass, which is actually more like his fifth or sixth, but you didn't notice. Right. I said, if you don't stop staring at me, there's going to be a problem. <laughs> That's what it was. Because <laughs> I'm like, fuck. I hope this guy keeps staring. I'm not going to see what happens next. I'm not going to see the end of this story. Yeah, you're like, there's going to be a fucking problem, buddy. I'm like, whoa. Holy shit. If I was in his position, which I believe he, I think he left the country after that, <laughs> uh, changed his name, joined a monastery. People like him are people that, those are the people that I'm talking about. Right. He, he should know better than to make that kind of visually aggressive eye contact with me and sustain it. Right. It's just not socially appropriate and what i and that is exactly one of the categories you know completely awkward social interactions or completely inappropriate social interactions are what fringe dwellers just don't know any better from right and these some of these people only have interactions through their computer monitor right with other people which is also incredibly distorted social interaction you could be anything say anything do anything and there are no consequences right you could watch for hours and no one will have to know that you're watching people who lie about themselves on the internet are really sad (laughs) if you want to email me you can email me at my email address teen britney cheerleader 45 at (laughs) hotmail.com what were you talking about oh yes liars on the internet <laughs> not every guy at the events you're going to with this toolbox of unmentionables um is a you know a fringe guy who's out there kind of creepy and staring at you oddly what what's wrong with the rest of them um well they seem to be old and fat <laughs> okay <laughs> You're going to the wrong party. Um, <laughs> it's true, there's though. No, there's nothing wrong with being old and fat, uh, by the way. First of but all. But I don't want to fuck old and fat people. Okay. First of all, 
You and I go to similar parties. <laughs> I know they're not all old and fat. No, they're not all old and fat. Because I'm not old and fat. And there are other guys <laughs> like me there, right? I just, I, I actually, I've only just recently been coming back out. And right. the last party I went to that I brought my toolbox was an LGBT, supposed to be an LGBT party, but it was only gay boys. So I didn't get any action because, you know, I look straight They and they don't care to know if I'm bi anyway because they're not interested in anything but cock and I don't have one. I didn't bring mine. You couldn't lie and say <laughs> you were like post-op? I had one boy who said to me, one boy out of, out of these hundreds of boys who are all fucking each other. Well, hold on. You were at a party where there was actually hardcore sex actually happening at the party. Yes. And it was amazing. Okay. <laughs> I was totally overwhelmed, completely socially retarded because I was so overwhelmed by what was happening and around they me. And turned to you and said, what? If you stop staring <laughs> at me inappropriately, there's going to be a problem. No, it was for that. It was, we were all supposed to be watching each other. Okay. <laughs> so you showed up at a party with nothing but gay guys. You showed up hoping to play. There was like five girls and like 200 gay boys. And it was crazy. Holy crap. Yeah, it was awesome because as you walk further into the party, it got darker and darker. Right. And when the dark areas is where all the things were happening. Right. And so I just pulled up a chair and it was my first um, public orgasm. Wow. Yeah. It you was so hot for me. And I just, I put my hands on my pants and it was my first public orgasm. Wow. It was amazing. Um, I have no follow up question to that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. But so, <laughs> well, so that was the last party I went to, and I didn't get any action, and that's why. That sounds like you action. got some action. Self action, okay. which is what I've been doing. Uh, for let me ask you a, long a personal question. Question for my own: Were the other women that showed up straight? Um. Well, a couple of them were. <laughs> because I've got to go to this party. Can you if imagine? you're prepared to be approached by boys. I can be approached by boys. I'm just saying I, that I would walk up to the women there and go and say, hey, look, if you're looking for the only straight dude here, <laughs> guilty. <laughs> just watched the Family Guy episode. Um, no, but that not that odd? That's great. <laughs> I, who would know that the best, my best odds would be going to a all gay male party for me to meet if straight you, women. If you were there and I didn't know you and you would have approached me, I would have been all over that. Hold on. But first of all, I don't, I can't, I am so bad at approaching and you know this, you know, it's no, I would have, no, I, I know. I remember how we met and it, you know, it almost makes, it almost makes no difference what you say. I can see, I can see whether or not you're someone I'd want to be vulnerable with. And that's why, that's why I, I didn't, I barely had to meet you. And, and I knew that I wanted to give you my telephone number when we first met. It's, I want to actually, so I just realized that I, I really skim past the gay party. Uh, and I know that there are going to be some people who want to hear that. <laughs> and so there, there's a lot of man on man action. A lot. Which by the way, a lot of head. There's a lot of head going on. A lot of head. There's a, there was, this has become more and more popular. Have you noticed? And maybe it's just women. A friend of mine uh, who I had a recorded conversation with 
on a podcast earlier said that she believes the, that women have always liked watching man-on-man action. It's just becoming more prevalent, or they're just becoming more comfortable admitting it. Um, but forced bias, while it's becoming more, you know, more of a thing. Um, so you're watching this, you're watching a lot of dudes with other dudes, and was this the first time you've been at a party like this before? Yes. Your eyes just went wide, by the way. I was completely overwhelmed with what I was seeing. Right. It was amazing and horrific all at the same time. Why horrific? Just because it was... I don't know how many condoms are being used. Oh. Honestly. And that was horrifying. Right. But I could not look away. Right. <laughs> this is horrible, yet I cannot put myself... <laughs> uh Okay, well, you said one guy approached you there? Did you say, or did you- oh, yeah. There was, one, there was one guy who approached me. And he was cute, actually. Right. And um, he says, you know, I'm not into girls, but you're really hot. And I could totally, I could totally be into that. <laughs> he was so wasted. And I think he might have said the same thing, even if he wasn't so wasted. But he was so wasted that he, you know, when eyes just kind of go blank right. after you're drunk past a certain point right he had the he had the wobbly eyes now had he been sober would you have taken him up on that yes okay now see now here's the here's the difference now here's my question earlier you said if a guy walks up to you and says you're a goddess x y and z you know that you're freaked that's kind of creepy but this a, a different guy comes up and says something you're hot I'd be totally into that if, uh, you know, what was the difference between you being okay with this guy and the other dude? Because the first guy is pretending that he's doing something for me when Ah, he's doing something for himself. Right. Other guy's calling you a goddess. So that he can get what he wants. He'd say the same thing to anyone else. This guy wasn't going to say the same thing to one of the four other girls who was there. Right. Um, there was just the five females there and like 200 other guys. Jeez. Okay. Well, that might be a little too much, dude. At, to, at, at its heaviest, there was about 200 people and it was clothing optional. So they had, um, all kinds of garbage bags filled with everybody's clothes <laughs> at the door. <laughs> it was so much fun. It was at that point in the conversation when she told me to stop looking at her that way or there would be a problem and promptly kicked me out of her apartment. So there you have it. That was the fourth episode of the Massacast. But technically, I think it's episode 151 as well. So we'll talk to you next week or maybe the week after. We'll see how uh, it goes. And don't forget, check out SoundCloud. See how you like it. And if you prefer it, then we'll we'll stick with it. SoundCloud.com and then look for Massacast. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.